Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life Transformational Self-Help. I'm your host, Wilhelmina, and today's topic is understanding the connection to our choices and the decisions we make. This self-help episode is presented to encourage, uplift, and help you perceive your beliefs about who you are and what you can do. Also, it is a healing process for all who are affected by the negative effects brought on from making unconscious decisions. Enjoy this episode, and I pray you will be blessed and inspired to apply this self-help to your life. I've been thinking about this topic over some months now and have come to a conclusion that the soul is responsible for our cravings, wants, and desires, which makes us accountable for the choices we make. In connection, our conscious and subconscious state of mind plays a big role in making decisions and to which we are in control of our soul, which is our desires. It is by choice that we make our decision whether you choose to fulfill the soul's functioning, which is the desire, within or not. For example, eating healthy versus unhealthy eating. Alcohol consumption versus abstaining from the use of alcohol and or wealth versus living in poverty. As humans, we are the only ones who God has given spirit, conscious, and a soul which is our subconscious, which is a choice to make decisions. No other thing on earth has an option. It just does what is told without hesitation. So this brings us back to someone who may be wondering why the choices that we make today and have made in our past could have a catastrophic or illuminating impact on our future outcome. The argument is that everyone doesn't have a choice, but I believe when God created us that he didn't make us live our lives in such ways of a robot, which is controlled by voice command, but to be separate from everything else in the world in moving freely with our thought process, which allows us to make decisions as I am doing now, making a choice to write about this topic. I will share with you about our soul's desires, the connection to our actions and settings in our past, as well as our actions and settings, which links our soul's connection to our choices and the decisions we have made or will make today. In the beginning of my episode, I mentioned my conclusion was that the soul is responsible for our cravings, wants, and desires, which makes us accountable for the choices we make. Clarifying what is a soul and its soul purpose. The soul is our innermost feelings and desires, mainly our emotions. It works together with our five senses, sight, touch, smell, taste, hearing. The function of the soul is to maintain the spirit and the body in their proper order so that they will not lose their proper relationship with one another. In this way, the body which is the lowest will submit to the spirit and the spirit which is the highest will be able to control the body through the soul. The soul is indeed the chief element in man. This could be found in Living Stream Ministries 2014 book or article. 
So what this is saying, the spirit and soul cannot in any way be separated as long as you're alive. And when you finally depart this earthen vessel, meaning this body, which is a temporary transport, our spirit and soul will return to its original place to be judged by God and receive its final resting place. Everything we do is by choice, whether it is righteous or unrighteous. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. This is found in 1 Peter 5, 8. So we're told to be sober minded, being conscious, thinking with our conscious mind, not our unconscious mind, because that is where the enemy comes in. That's how we're easily deceived. We all know what it feels like when we desire to have something so badly, we start to think like children and ignore that uncomfortable feeling that we get before making our choice or decision. King David made some poor choices which could become detrimental to his safety and well-being. This is what the Lord said to Gad. David Seer, go and tell David, this is what the Lord says. I am giving you three options. Choose one of them for me to carry out against you. So Gad went to David and said to him, this is what the Lord says. Take your choice. Three years of famine, three months of being swept away before your enemies with their swords overtaking you or three days of the sword of the Lord, days of plague in the land with the angel of the Lord ravaging every part of Israel. Now then decide how I should answer the one who sent me. David said to Gad, I am in deep distress. Let me fall into the hands of the Lord for his mercy is very great, but do not let me fall into human hands. This is found in first chronicles 21 9 through 13 so david was afraid of what kind of hurt or harm may come to him so he chose god's wrath over him instead of man there are many instances when we ignore those feelings. David had those same feelings before he did whatever it is that he did that brought him to what could be the demise of him. Here's a scenario. You have a doctor's appointment, attend and find that your lab results says you become diabetic. And you're told by your physician that you have to change your diet if you want to live. Although you have a choice and know the consequences of your action, you decide when you walk into a store and see your favorite snack. At the moment, you become unconscious minded because you've forgotten about your doctor's orders because your emotions have become well adapted or accustomed to your old diet. And it becomes a habit to break. And the end result is either having insulin shots permanently or going into a diabetic coma and sometimes death occurs. We are not only 
what we eat, but also what we think. Your choices are more connected to your destiny than you think. Choices are the very foundation which defines where our destiny lies. A good example of how our choices or desires affects our destiny is found in the Bible. God gives some people wealth, possessions, and honor so that they lack nothing their hearts desire. But God does not grant them the ability to enjoy them, and strangers enjoy them instead. This is meaningless, a grievous evil. This is found in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 6, verse 2. The second example is, God said to Solomon, Since this is your heart's desire, and you have not asked for wealth, possessions, or honor, nor for the death of your enemies, and since you have not asked for a long life, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king, this is found in the book Second Chronicles, chapter 1, verse 11. So in reality, we have to consciously think. Unconscious thinking leads to us becoming emotionally unstable. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. This is found in Romans chapter 10, verse 10. One last thought I will leave with you as a truth. Whatever the heart embraces as truth, the mind will support it. This concludes our episode for today. Thank you for listening to this episode. Your host, Wilhelmina, have a blessed, prosperous, and productive day.